welcome back to the second part of the Spiritual Intelligence Podcast episode. We will resume where the conversation left off in part one. And something that I wanted to highlight in something you said about looking in the mirror this journey that we're on is an inward journey and okay. it is a personal journey and something that uh, has already been mentioned a couple times in past episodes within the podcast but i think it's relevant to bring up again is that our learnings come from within ourselves our learnings come from our insights from our experience not what some other teacher tells you the insights and the learnings come from within you from what resonates in you from what awakens in you the teacher might have helped you look in the right direction and what somebody says have it be myself or shannon or anybody else might have helped you to recognize something new but it's not what we say that's relevant it's not the power that we have that's relevant the power comes from within you that's where the relevance is and that's something that i continue learning more and more it's just coming across me so strongly recently that i wanted to reiterate that that this is an individual internally generated experience of life yes and our learnings come from that same direction as well our mm -hmm. insights our understanding it all comes from what we already know within ourselves that is awakened where amnesia is stripped away where however you want to describe it but we are the ones that have the knowledge already and it's just being exposed yes yes it's just a remembering yeah you know, but when we're in the human form, we need to forget for a while because that's how we're going to be able to get in the meat of the experiences, right? Um, I've had a lot of people ask me before of, you know, why do we have to have this amnesia? I would much rather know about all my past lives and what my mission is and my soul contract and all of that stuff. But see, when you have the knowing of that information, you're not going to invest in yourself in the way that you would. You're not going to invest in those harsher experiences. And that's also a, a, an area that a lot of people um, struggle with on the spiritual path, because there are people out there in the spiritual journey who will say that, you know, once you reach a, a, a point in the spiritual journey, you shouldn't be angry anymore. You shouldn't be fearful anymore. You should be able to walk and talk and be on this, this level like you're something above or beyond the human experience. And whenever I hear something like that, I tell people, no, no. And I walk away because 
that's not what spirit has shown it to me. They're like the spiritual journey is to enhance the human experience. It is so that you will allow yourself to fully invest in this, in the feelings, because that's where the value is. So, you know, if you have someone saying, you know, oh, you should be like this and you should always be resonating at 5D and da, 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 you're not going to be angry anymore and you shouldn't let those things affect you and don't get into those arguments. And I'm going to call bull hockey. No, that's not the deal at all. Your spiritual journey helps you to embrace who you are not only as a human, but as a soul, that your soul chose this person, this avatar. You had millions to choose from. You sat in that life planning session and you looked at the different people and the opportunities presented and you went, you know what? That one, that's the one I want to be. That one's going to do it. That's got the meat that I need. That's got the, the builds, the shape, the family, the genealogy, the ancestral lineage, all that meat. From the way you look, personality, all of it, and went, that's the ticket. That's the vessel I want to be this time because that's going to give me the best experience for what I'm wanting to dive into. And this personality is going to be able to bring so much to the table for me and all of my co-participants and my guide team as well, right? Because they're also like, hey, you know, you're my assignment. We got to help work on these things. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I like that. When we're in our lives, especially in the early years, we're getting so much indoctrination from our human societies and structures. And we close off this part of ourselves and we become very judgmental. We're very hard on who we are because we're hearing it from all these other external outlets in our world, on our planet, from the news, the TV shows, the you name it, especially now in our technological world, we're getting even more of it. And a lot of that is negative. You're not doing this right. You're not eating that right. You get, should be walking like this. Your structure should be like that. Your house should be like this. If you're a successful person, you need to have this in your life, right? Not realizing that the true success in life is the every person that you touch. The person that you make smile and the person that you make laugh and cry. The stranger you helped on the street and handed them a hamburger in that moment. That's success. That's true success. Not all these other little tears that humans like to tell us it's success. And so that's why the reflection in the mirror is one of the biggest moments in the spiritual journey of when you first looked in the mirror and all you did was pick apart everything that you saw. Oh, I need a haircut. Oh my God, I've got a gray hair. Oh, I wish my cheeks were a little more like this. My nose is too big. My eyes are like this. My boobs are too big. Blah, blah, blah. You know, and we're dissecting the image. 
because we have this external world showing us that if you want to be perfect, if you want to be accepted, this is the outer screen that you need to meet. And the whole time, spirit's going, hello, look in the mirror, because this is the perfection that you chose. That is not real. This is real. So when spirit goes, look in the mirror, it's so that you can begin to see that you are more than what you perceive yourself to be. And that inward journey begins the, the, the true essence of healing and taking off the labels that life or loved ones or interactions have given you. Because as humans, we like to label and, and, and categorize. And that's where we end up seeing ourselves as bad, needing to be fixed. This is wrong with you. And we take those as the answers for our choices, for our actions, for the reaction of what's coming into our lives. Because what we're reflecting out from inside is nothing but an unhappiness with everything that's in, in, in the reflection. So that spiritual journey bringing you within is so that you can see that everything that you are looking at internally is what is reflecting out externally. And it is also what is being drawn to you energetically. That same stuff that you see inside of you is what keeps reappearing in your life. So when you begin that inner journey and going, you know what? Yeah, this is my connection to my creator. It's not external from me. It's right here inside. That's how I get there. And when I begin to see that the creator, and I am the co-creator of this, I am the spark. I am part of divine. I am not separate from it. I am it. That is the I am that we always hear about in the spiritual talk. And when we rediscover that inside and we begin to see the beauty in the reflection and we take that beauty and we hold it inside and go, yeah, this is us. This is who I am truly. All this other shit is not real. These labels, these markers of my traumas, of my suffering, of who others define me as are not real. And you begin to strip them off and go, no, they are part of my experiences, but they do not define who I am. This inside defines who I am. This is me. And this is what I am bringing out. And this is what I am showing into the world. The whole game changes. Everything in the reflection begins to change. And everything that begins meeting you in the world begins to change as well. Because that energy, your inner power of embracing all of your insanity inside is now shining. And it's bright and it's brilliant and it's beautiful in its imperfections. And it allows the world to come and meet you in that space. That, to me, is such a gift that the spiritual journey can bring you. When you realize that moment that your soul said, yeah, 
That's just going to rock it for me. And then you begin to see it differently. And you go, you know what? Hey, I'm still rocking it. I'm still here. Now, I need to pay better attention to how I use this power within me and how I ripple out into the rest of the world from here forward. Because I now realize I am creating this. I am helping others through my own creation. And I am perfect, exactly as I am. All the scars and everything else, they are a part of the beauty of the painting that I am as a person. And this imprint, this beauty with all of its messy, messy stuff inside, when I go home to spirit and the Akash takes this information in, how many other people am I going to be helping at that point? It is infinite. It is beyond time and space. So not only am I impacting the now, not only impacting the earth, my family, my animals, all my little interactions here as a human being, I have an impact on infinite reality, infinite knowledge, infinite experience for all souls to draw upon. And it also is kind of a little overwhelming when you realize that too. Because then you kind of go, oh, uh, um, maybe I need to be a little more attentive when I'm making some of my decisions or when I'm being judgmental of others, right? Now you kind of go, oh, mm, I'm judgmenting something very harshly. And we're going to pause and look at it. Where before in your life, you would have just been like running right over like a train. Yeah, that's trash. Not for me. I'm going to keep charging through. <laughs> so I'm, I'm aware of the time. And we've um, gone a little bit longer than an hour. Um, I normally ask people to share something to end the conversation with. So I'm going to open that up to you, but I'm also going to be a little bit selfish. Okay. <laughs> so there's two things that I would love to do. I would love to speak to you a little bit about, okay, so you've got this amazing book which I repeatedly reference within my own conversations and within my own understanding of, of our experience here on earth. Which of course I will include in the description of the, of the episode. But I would love for you to speak a little bit about that. And to the listeners, I apologize that this is going to be a longer conversation than our normal. Um, this is what always happens with, with Shannon and I. <laughs> um, and 
I would love for us to finish with if there is a message from spirit that is wanting to get out. And it doesn't necessarily have to be. I'm perfectly comfortable with it not happening. But I would love to open up that space because I know that sometimes your connections, your counsel likes to have opportunities to share something. So I would love for both of those things to happen, for us to talk about your book, finish off with anything that you would like to say, and then I would love to open it up for spirit to, to share something with us if they, if they feel so moved. Um, the book, my goodness, um, Stones of Wisdom from the Cool Council. So cool is an acronym for Chief Overseers of Life Planning. Um, and they were originally introduced to me as the sole contract lawyers. And because humans have such problems with lawyers <laughs> and, the and the term of lawyers, uh, we had asked them about using something different. And uh, they adopted the Cool Council as a, uh, as a fun acronym to describe them. Um, but they're a group of 10 different beings that are all from different areas of the life planning process. Four of them are called elders. They used one of the other members as their speaking post. Um, but the, the book was really to help people understand why they chose who they are. And that there was, there's a lot of work that goes in to life planning and making these choices of why we, why we incarnated, why our soul chose who we are. Why did we choose earth right now? You know, what's going on on the planet that is, seems to be so important? Why do we feel like we have this rushed timeline going on? what's happened on earth before and where do they see earth going in the future you know as well they wanted to be able to bring this information forward they said it's time it's time for humans to begin to see beyond their humanity and that they're a the like we spoke about earlier the importance of accepting who you are and why you chose you um, all the way into how you are a you know your life plan is not just about you it's about you and your community and your family and and all the way up to the big global stage that every person has an impact an imprint in how this all goes forward there's also um uh, part two of the book, which is about healers and healing. And they wanted this brought forward because they wanted us to realize that many of us incarnated have a um, an attribute of healing available. This might be something that your soul is in depth studying at home because we like to learn things and do things. Um, but this has also been a chosen time of using this type of energy as a collective, from the individual to the collective, and how to help you heal you in the now, whether it's from 
life traumas um, or spiritual confusion, whatever it happens to be, but giving us tools of, you know, okay, yeah, the Western doctor is not able to diagnose this. What are we doing? What's going on? And how to be able to, to find that inner journey of discovery of, of healing for ourselves and how to be able to um, navigate that path and have really finding peace and joy back in the everyday of the life journey so that we'll invest in who we are and we'll invest in our interactions more fully and embrace it. So that was one of their big purposes of, of the book. It was a project that took about um, three and a half years in its creation. There were over 42 trans-channeling sessions that were done for this book. Um, and part one and part two are, are presented very different in their formats on purpose. Um, part one is really about the life planning side of things. And so um, from all of the transcripts, it was put in play of each speaker that spoke about that particular topic, their, their information was presented. And then the second part for the healer and healers were specific speaker and their full um, information interview, basically, in what they had to share and why. Why is this important to know right now? Perfect. Thank you. And again, it's it's a book that I cannot recommend strongly enough. Um, and one of the things that I wanted to, to just emphasize in what you said is that as we heal ourselves, we're healing the planet. And yes. the role and the relationship with that is something that we don't normally even think about or consider that as we heal ourselves we are healing the energy of the planet and that is just profound to even consider so thank you for that um, you're welcome and is there anything that you would like to share to finish off mm. um It's not going to be me. <laughs> <laughs> I had to start talking and they're like, Whoop, nope, we're not doing that. You're going to do this instead. So um, uh, I feel Aeon from the cool council. Um, we're in the shift for a minute, so just bear with me because she's going to actually take over. Take your time. Good day. 
Good day. Thank you for receiving us today. We're very grateful that the information's been shared today. We're very excited moving forward in this time period of humanity. You all need to take a little break. You have a break coming, but we would like you to take a personal break. This means give yourself some self-care, some treatments, beautiful treatments. Music needs to be returned into your life. Right now, you all have been in a difficulty for quite a time. You have a little bit longer to be stretching those rubber bands of your energy, holding space for not only you, you are holding space for your planet, your solar system, your Milky Way, all of it. We are all helping as well. Don't worry, you're not alone. We never leave you completely alone, but it is time for some self-care. Please plan this within the next 12 cycles of the moon. We refer to moon cycles instead of your calendar because this is much more in harmony with your being. We have a few more shifts coming up for your planet. Those of you on the path will be feeling a little upheaval. And we want you to know this is time to reaffirm yourself, reaffirm your grounding as well. And this is going to assist you in holding space for larger groups of the community as your planet begins to further extend the energetic shift within itself to become reflective on the surface. We also ask that as you move into this time of self-care, please assist the other beings on the planet as well during this. You can incorporate them in your meditations or however you feel to interact and use these intersections, but we ask that you not only focus on the humanity, we need you to focus on all of the living beings, especially your nature beings, these parts of the consciousness are doing larger amounts of energetic transformation than humans are able to do. You see, this is why they come in as collective energetic incarnations. They are able to master and hold larger spaces of transformation. You are ignoring this in your world right now. You are ignoring this. The spiritual journey is to help you recognize that element on the planet. And we ask you now, as those who hear our message, begin to bring this into a larger format. You as well as an individual can connect into this energy and begin to amplify its ability in its integrated web of energy. You see, you can use ley lines, you can use your trees, your flowers, your water as well as part of the integrative energy to amplify the process of transformation. Yes, you must begin to address some 
of the issues on the surface of the planet in order to sustain it and your societies. So we need balance to be back brought into play. Whatever you remove must be returned tenfold, you see, because that is the stage humanity has brought it to. So if you remove one tree, you need to replenish with 10 trees. Do you understand? This is how you will begin healing humanity and planet in a grander scale. But your footprint must soften. Humans need to soften the footprint of themselves so that the harmony can come back into play in all of its life forms from planetary being to surface beings. This is a integral difficult part of the path and we understand that but you're all so ready for it it just it's it's like walking on a on a on a um, dirt path and suddenly you're seeing that the flowers are blooming behind you when you look back this is what we are talking about this is how your energy is able to begin to bloom those flowers and planting those seeds. So please pay attention. Work on your inner healing. The inner path changes everything that is external from you. And this as well will begin to bring that harmony back into your life and all of the beings that you are connected to, planetary and off-world. It is a beautiful place when you begin to look. Look at each other. Look at your planet. Look at your trees and your flowers. From the heart space, not from the eyes that have been glossed over in the humanity dictations. And you take those glasses off and allow your heart to see through the eyes and you will begin to see more of how you as an individual are changing the world in every moment and every breath that you're here. We love you and we love your planet and we are here to be used and called upon to assist. But please understand, we cannot change it for you. That is not our place. This is why you chose to be in this place, in this now, in those bodies. And we love you for being the ones to take that on. And we will help where we can. But remember, you're the one executing the plan. And that's a very beautiful message. And thank you for joining us tonight or today. Thank you for having me.
would you be able to speak a little bit of this change that is happening for those members of the conversation of this podcast that are maybe not aware of this global change that we are in the middle of? Could you speak to that a little bit? Yes. So your planet has gone through many different waves of changes of societies. You've had your matriarchal time. You've had your patriarchal time, which has been very long lasting. Currently, those of you on the planet volunteered to be here in this now to assist this change. So what we are talking of is shifting societies from patriarchal dictation into a balance and harmony of matriarchal and patriarchal in unison together, not opposition. Understand that every human is all three elements of energy. You are the feminine, the neutral, the masculine. You are the negative, the neutral, the positive charge within yourself. And this is also in every interaction on your planet. This time of in this space on the planet is moving and deconstructing old ways of being. Your movement is going more where you will work collectively together, shaking hands with to each other, full embracement that your diversity is the largest asset your humanity has as a collective. You are not individual races. You are one race. You are the human race. And your collective ability, your diversity is the uniqueness that you bring to the table just as the individual does. This is the shift of change. This is also going to allow as the planet does one more axis shift as humans come in to realize that it takes one another holding hands to address the healing of the planet, especially after this next axis shift, you're going to be ready for interaction with off-worlders once again. Off-worlders have always helped your human evolution and your planet's evolution. But it has been removed for many, many eons now to allow humanity to go back into its dark, darkness. It needed to go back into infancy stages of exploration of human growth and evolution. And now you are at a new stage to be able to move back into a harmony balance, bringing it throughout all societies on the planet, bringing your natural elements back into a stasis that is maintainable. And as you make this change, it will allow an opportunity for the off-worlders to be present again with you and help you move into the next dynamic. 
this stage would also assist your science. You see, we are in the stage of bringing science and spirituality into a cohesive unit. So belief systems are being challenged currently on purpose because it is time for the human to understand who they are so that science and spirituality will marry and become one unit and take your quantum physics into the intermediate stages. So when off-worlders are able to return and visit with you, they will assist you in taking your quantum into the advanced stage and humanity will be able to begin the next phase of its development. So you have much coming and you are all participants in this wonderful adventure. Is that not incredible? You all said, isn't this fun? Look at what we get to do. And now you're here and it hurts at the moment. And we understand, we understand, but pain is how humans stop listen and begin to move forward in other directions they wouldn't have seen before does this answer yes it does thank you thank you and is there i know that you t spoke about how as we heal ourselves we expand and we interact with and we include the larger energies of the planet is there anything else that we can do to help individually so yes when you begin the inner journey of healing yourself that ripple is like a tidal wave in the energy not only does it affect your planet your natural life beings your animals your flowers your plants it goes all the way through into the core of the planet it goes all the way out into the ethers into all of its layers of atmosphere into outer space it also crosses time and space so it also goes into all of the other lifetimes that you have had that are linked to you in the now. It will heal loops and holes and gaps in those other beings, in those other timelines, in those other ethers. So it becomes an entire network of, if you, if you look at a winter screen, it is not one thread that covers the window, correct? It is an entire web to create the screen. This is the same as far as the energy of healing that you and the individual is also within all of those layers, all the dimensions connected to those layers. Every being, every part, every breath, it impacts, it is into the cellular and molecular levels of beings, of planet, of time and space. 
So it is a very important journey. And this may overwhelm some to think that not only is my healing of now impacting other times, other spaces, and has this tidal wave effect. Maybe I shouldn't do it because what if I screw it up? <laughs> and we're going to say to you, there is no screwing it up. There is no wrong way. The only thing we can say is not trying. It is a choice you have available. But is that really what you want? All it takes is that one little grain of sand to hit the water. And it impacts and it ripples out. So do for yourself. Look at that heart, walk into there, and say hello. And then say who greets you in there. You're not going to be rejected in your own heart. Instead, you may find the open arms you've always were seeking. You just were seeking them from external of yourself. And the entire time, they were right here. Isa left that message with you in his time, and you've all kind of forgotten it. Or it's been rather distorted for you, and you've embraced the distortion. But the answer has always been, go within your own heart, and that is where we all are, waiting with open arms. From your God source, to the infant you, all who love you have always been able to be found right there. You just need to be brave enough to step in the doorway and say hello. Thank you so much. Very beautiful. Is there anything else that you would like to share with us that you feel would be helpful? We know there's so much going on and we hear the tears. We hear your tears. And we are here. We want you to know there's one little thing that you can do for yourself that brings us closer every time you need us. Your music and your laughter are the keys to always bringing us closer. You may get dark and you may get crying so hard and you feel so lost and alone in the moment. But when you put on the music and it begins to speak to you, does not matter if it is the sad song or if it is the, the dancing and enjoyment, it is the music that brings us close. And then 
you can allow us to bring more to the table for you. But these are your two keys to help you navigate every day when the heaviness feels too heavy to hold. It's okay to put it down and it's okay to play. So put it down. Put something on that makes you laugh or put on some music that makes you smile. This gives your soul a deep breath and it allows you to put the heaviness aside. And then we can continue to move forward. We're with you. We love you. And keep walking with your head held up high. Because you're rocking it, darlings. You're rocking it. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. I was to part now. Very grateful. Honored to have spoken with you. Are you back? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> I'll just give like coming out of the deep depths, you yeah. know, like, yeah. Yeah. So thank you very much once again for an incredible conversation. As you know, I love sharing time with you. Mm. So as always, I always say this and I will always say it again. I cannot wait for the next time that we have you as part of this conversation. Thank you. And I'm it's sure... been a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, good. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. As it has been for me, too. Um, so is there anything that you would now like to finish with? Um. Uh, see, I, I disappear a little bit. <laughs> it takes me a little bit of regrouping after they leave, yeah. like to get my own head to think in a full sentence. <laughs> I found it really fascinating that she started speaking with a British voice. Do you know anything about her history as to why it started coming through with a, with a British accent? Um, actually, Matt had asked them about that in one of the interviews, um, in one of the sessions, um, cause actually I think it was, um, Tom had come in and he has a very strong, like Celtic brogue. And his answer was that, um, they prefer to use a different dialect to differentiate themselves from me. Hmm. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Um, that and they said it's not necessary to change it. It just 
it represents a part of their um, personality they're trying to project into a human form mm. to connect. So I, I found that very interesting. Yes, they have all, you know, everyone on the council has incarnated. They just have stopped incarnating at this at their point mm. um, because of of what work they do. They're much more like um, they've specialized in different areas. And so they work from that side of things helping and they and they do more life planning than just for Earth. They are in the Akash for overseeing all life plans. So it's very interesting sometimes to hear there was there is one Leilana. Um, Leilana comes through um, very alien in form mm -hmm. and her speech is very chopped, very, you know, like somebody that only has about this much of English. So it's very direct, very set words. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But she specializes more in other planetary um, incarnations. And so English and, and speaking for human to her is like, you know, like kind of diff not difficult, but they've explained it that it's like so foreign to have to use that that tool mm. because she's much more very telepathic in her communication. Um that she found it very different. When I first started doing the trans channelings, it was kind of funny. Some talked very easily and some it was like, <coughs> how do I work this thing? Like somebody trying to use a new microphone. <laughs> and I'd listen to the recordings and I was like, oh, you know, who is that? <laughs> that's not me. Um, yeah. Yeah. But that's, Anne uses a bit of a, an English accent and um, I believe in one of the interviews she had told Matt that she had done many lifetimes in the UK and Scandinavian area uh, a very long time ago when the when those land masses were actually so connected and she she really relates to that area it personifies to that yeah yeah, no, it was really interesting. It was subtle, but it was there, and it came out sometimes more strongly than than at other times. But <laughs> so I was just curious. Yeah, my family found out it was quite interesting to come home on Friday afternoons when they knew I was had these sessions <laughs> scheduled because they'd walk in the house and they'd be like, "Oh, gee, that's not mom." That's not mom. <laughs> All right, you know, my husband would even be like, "Okay," they'd wave at Matt past the can as they passed the camera. You know that, hey, we're home, because they knew the rule was you don't touch me, don't talk to me, don't acknowledge what's happening because it can send my body into a shock. It's like jolting. Yeah. Um, and so they wouldn't, but they would get a quite a giggle coming in, and I'd have like this deeper man voice coming out with like a brogue <laughs> accent and everything else and they're doing these hand motions and they're just like so lively and stuff and then i'd finally be done and they'd come and find me and i'm like okay hi 
fascinating stuff. Fascinating stuff. So now that you're a little bit more into your own skin again, yeah. Is there anything that you would like to finish with? Um, I would say to those beginning their spiritual journey, it's going to shake things up. You're, you may find some people walk away. You may find yourself walking away from some people. And sometimes it feels really lonely and isolating. Understand that that's part of the deal so that you look inside and you can become whole in who you are and it'll change how you interact with those with the other people again because now you're going to come into it being so much more happy in yourself that the rest of the world gets to be so much more your playground don't be afraid don't be afraid <laughs> Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much for, again, honoring us with your experience, your knowledge, your connections, and just your presence. Oh, thank you. So I look forward to the next time that we talk. Me too. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. Hopefully you heard something new that invites you to reflect, to go within and deepen your own understanding of life and of our universal experience. If you enjoyed this conversation, please follow the podcast series on your favorite listening app and share this episode with others that you feel would enjoy it as well. Until next time, May we all soar with inspiration, explore with passion, and live with love.